Welcome to Ellie Goldson's Inspired Flow. Today we are going to go ahead with describing the flow part two and we're also going to discuss how to reinvigorate sleep. Thankfully I was able to spell out the word and we even gave an explanation in the previous podcast. This is the Inspired Flow podcast and that's why we're describing what does it mean to flow. So we yesterday we mentioned the idea that a flow is connected to divine providence, which is something, you know, you have to have some sort of a Muna system, belief system, that there is divine providence. That means that there is a universal force, a creator, something that was formed from nothing to something. And this was very important foundation in my journey personally when I was growing up as I always felt there was some force as most people do nowadays and especially for example with the 12 steps and other such realities that you have to come to a higher power to be able to go ahead in life this concept came to me in a very clear deep way in a real way it was in my teenage years and I realized that I basically opened my soul up to something beyond myself. It was very overwhelming. And it was a game changer, life changer, transition from living in London, a more seemingly secular lifestyle, to a more spiritually focused lifestyle in the Holy Land. And that's where you see me now. And there was an intense experience. But before that happened, there was the Celestine Prophecy. I don't know if anyone has ever read that. It described a certain flow, a certain connection that people have. Uh, they call it nowadays um, coincidences, but as Rabbi Tatz wisely explained, car incidences, God incidences, everything has an incidence. And it's not just uh, you know, happenstance. There's, there is a flow. If you look into creation, there's patterns. Everything is formed through sequences that are so complicated and so deep that the greatest scientists and minds are all agreeable that after penetrating deep into creation, you see there has to be an overall force and guiding power to everything. And in our own lives, we just have to be honest and true to ourselves that we have that constant ability to tap into it. It's just a matter of being real about it. So how does this help with the sleep? So once you're in the flow, you understand that you every night have the opportunity, if you're able to be disciplined, to flow towards a time of the night where you can go to sleep, which is going to be in accordance with your flow of waking up. Now, I'm not saying I've got this down, you know, I need to work on this. I'd, after the kind of lifestyle living in Israel, you know, the other side of it is it's very intense and there's a lot of challenges, um, as we know, around and within, and the organizational structure here has a lot of challenges, and it takes a lot of inner strength and will to to hustle and do what needs to be done. Maybe that's something which people are experiencing globally, but I know from being in America, it just seems to be a slower pace. Uh, I was just in the North America tour, and the vibe was that people are a bit more relaxed, a bit more at ease um, in terms of what's going on um, on a day daily level and the amount of comforts and everything. So Israel tends to be a much more challenging experience in that respect. So at the end of the day, you want to relax. But the key is to remember that there's a flow. There's a flow between your loved ones. There's a time for connection. There's a time to to let go a little bit and allow the mind to slow down with all the intensity of the day. And 
from the book I'm reading, this Or Chodosh from Rav Orish, you see this idea of certain preparation for cleaving to the force that creates everything, that that's where you are going on the sleep moment. You have an opportunity to allow your body um, to rest and your mind to rest and your soul to go upwards. And that creates, a, uh, like we said, this a new energy and re <laughs> now I'm having trouble saying again, yeah, reinvigorate your whole being so that you can come back down to the new day refreshed and ready for a new flow. And that's, once again, the first thing you wake up in the morning. It's very important, the first thought, the first words. In the Torah, in the Jewish world, we say, Moda'ani lefanecha melechai v'kayom, that I give thanks to, you know, in front of you, that I'm, that I'm melech, the king, I'm getting up, v'chai v'kayom, I'm alive, I'm ready for the day, Rabbi Menasecha, and you have tremendous belief in me, and you, in that's a tremendous strength every day to wake up with that gratitude and appreciation. Another thing a holy rabbi told me, uh, my Rebbe told me, the Rebbe said, well, I should look at my wife and say thank you for my wife. And I'm struggling with that sometimes, you know, like we, we get into different uh, time periods with Shalom Bayat, with your peace at home. And it's so true that through appreciation and constantly thanking for the good, that is the only way to go forward. And it's, all these things are like a work and process for me. But the flow of constantly reminding yourself the truth and waking up with those truth thoughts and feelings and starting the day in that way and then ending the day, allowing yourself to give yourself I deposit my soul with the creator, with the force, with the universal force, my soul. So the flow is in tune at the end of the day and the beginning of the day and it's one big flow rather than just some disconnected need to just let go and sleep because you feel that you need to pass out rather it's a spiritual journey it's a development and there's much more to be said to this but this is just the part two of describing the flow and it ties into our sleep so i want you to have sweet dreams at night as you give yourself over to the ultimate force and flow and that will begin the day on the right way with gratitude and appreciation to everyone around you and everything around you thank you